Nice to have you here on Friday on Geektainment Weekly here at NewRadioMedia.com. We are so happy that you decided to come and check by and uh, just hang out with us for an hour while we talk all things geek. I'm mildly pleased, I guess. Well, mildly pleased is still pleased in general. I am one of your hosts, Andy Bishop, and joined to my right is the man that I owe pretty much everything to, <laughs> yeah. the, the spideriest of the Spider-Men, mm-hmm. Ian Benzman. Ian, how are I, you? I'm great. I'd just like to point out that you are very talented and you have a lot oh, of... Oh, yeah, so boy, we're just going to give I'm each not other just, compliments. I'm not just giving you shit, dude. You're... Um, I, I, I know you know this, but I, I, I refused to hire another head I know. of post-production for I know you six did. months until I could get you. So uh, you, you did it all yourself. Well, <laughs> well, thank you so much. And anytime during this broadcast, we'd love to hear from you. We can take your phone calls. You can use your cell phone and call us and talk to us like you know people did back in the olden days, the 90s. That number, again, is 844 844- Nine 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 two four nine. That's eight four four nine 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 two four nine. Ian. Yes. What happened this week? So much stuff. Actually, it's like we haven't been on in a few weeks. We have uh, been busy. We haven't. We've been. We have been we've been very busy doing a lot of stuff. Uh, last week we went to Wizard Wizard uh, Wizard World Wizard Chicago. World Chicago. Yeah. Well, we went to. We ended up having to go to Wizard World Chicago. Right. Um. But. Um, I digress. <laughs> you digress, but you know I'm very, 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 uh, very, very, very excited to talk about the first thing. So, Ian. Yes, I. I and so I was joking with my buddy the other day. Uh huh. Because, all right. So Matt Smith's in freaking Star Wars. Ah. Um, I'm so excited. Um, I was actually right. um, the Doctor. Like, I I don't know. I would have to assume he's going to be a villain, but that's just pulling that off the top of my head. Now, how awesome would it be? It, not really, because I'd hate this if this actually happened. But wouldn't it be great if they cast him as the Doctor to go back and fix yes, the timeline after about the that. Last Jedi? I thought that's that's the thing. I was like, okay, JJ could retcon this whole yeah, thing, uh-huh. and and he could like what he did with Star Trek and Mr. Spock going back. Yeah. And I was like, what if the Doctor? Right. Hello, I'm the Doctor. I I, I was I'm talking here to, to ben I'm here about to save your Star Wars. Like, right after they announced it, I was like. If I if this really happened, I'd be very pissed. But at, from a fanboy no, joking no, no. perspective, I would not. I want I the TARDIS to show up and fix everything from the last movie. I would not. I mean, that, what a way to honor one of the greatest things that ever happened to sci-fi and television that kind of changed the game and made sci-fi more acceptable. Yeah. Well, you, you know? know, it's funny. I I've been recently going through been going through um, all of the the new Doctor Who since they brought it back with Christopher Eccleston. Um, and wait, just, they they brought Christopher Eccleston. No, no, I'm back. saying since they okay, brought the show back with Christopher. <clears throat> I'm saying since they brought it. Okay, back. Um, since 2005. Yeah, because okay. I'm trying to catch up for the new Doctor because I'm so excited. Um, and it's, you know, I know a lot of people really don't like the Stephen Moffat stuff. I do a lot. Um, I'm also kind of partial to Stephen Moffat because I love Sherlock. And um, well, who doesn't love Sherlock? That's true. But at the same time, it's it's one of those things where it's. The show changes tonally with the new Doctor, and also I feel like as technology has progressed, right. the show looks way more cinematic. In in order, you know, t- television nowadays has to keep up with Netflix, which is basically um, making movie quality television. Right. So you know, in order to keep up with that, they really need to up the quality of the show, and I think that also has a lot to do with the disconnect with a lot of the fans. 
Um, because there's a lot some of the cheesier stuff you can't really get away with when you're trying to have like the production quality be so high. At least in my head, right? I don't know. Um, I and I don't I don't know. I mean, the Capaldi episodes. There's a couple really good ones. I think he's a fantastic doctor, but it, I definitely think they're some of the weaker episodes of the new show. You know, I. <laughs> I love I love Peter Capaldi. I think yes. he did a fantastic job as the doctor. The I'm Peter Capaldi. I'm trying my best to do eyebrows. Peter Capaldi. My, look at my attack eyebrows. Look at them. Just look at these. Look at these internet. No, but like I, I you know very well that I have a very big disdain for, you know, Senor Stephen Moffat. Yes. And I, I think he didn't get quite the fair shake. No, I don't that, think so. That he could have gotten. Um, but you know, that being said, he's still, he's still a great doctor. He was a great character. I am so excited to see what they're going to do next. Yeah. I'm but so excited. Matt Smith. I want to, I want to hit back some circle back. Yeah. Matt Smith. And you said probably a bad guy. He would be the perfect for the first order. Number one. I agree. Facial structure. Very he has pointy. That villainy. Very. Yes. And it's like very similar to Domino Gleason. Number two. Dom, Dom Hall. What? Say Do- domino. Do- domino. Okay, I thought you said domino. No, no, no. I'm not a moron. Number two, he's British. That's true. All bad guys are British. That's true. All British are not bad guys. That's true. That's okay? very Gotta true. Gotta remember that. No, that's very Number true. Number three. Loki is a Norse god and somehow still British. Right. Yeah. Number three, he was great in Lost River. Yeah, as he's, bully. he's great in everything. He's, when he's, he's like in the crown, he was villain. fantastic. He was he was even be- not bad in that Terminator uh, Genesis. Yeah, I mean, that movie. That sucked, movie was but bad. He's, um, but, but yeah, he's. It's one of those things where it's like you, you watch something and you're like, well, this is horrible, but this person was great in it. Right. Yeah, he seems to be. I don't know how great he is at choosing roles, <laughs> but he's a great actor. It's it's called I want a paycheck. That's true. I want a paycheck. So well, no, you know what though? I mean, you know as well as I do that but, you, stuff gets lost in translation. A great script can turn into a horrible movie. A horrible script can turn into a great movie. I'm gonna say this: if you know, because because I I obviously like to try to attempt to act. I'm not an actor; I'm more of a filmmaker than an actor. But if somebody came up to me and said, "We would like you to be in the new Terminator movie," I'm saying, "You, yeah, bet, you bet your sweet ass, ass absolutely!" No, yeah, absolutely. I, I was talking kind of similar. I was talking to um, my buddy the other day, and he was he was like, he's like, why would anyone want to direct a Marvel movie? They just get these directors to tell them whatever they want to do. I'm like, uh, you're for telling money. me, you're telling me that if 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 Marvel called you up and said, hey, you get to make a Squirrel Girl movie, you wouldn't go fuck yeah in two seconds, two yeah, seconds. I do that. I don't care if Marvel tells me every shot in that damn movie. If they, I get a chance to make a Marvel movie, I'm taking it. You know. Right. I might turn down Batman because that's a bit daunting. Not that that's no, horrible, no, no. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, okay. So I wanted to bring this up. Um, Mr. Plinkett. You know who Mr. Plinkett is. Why do I know that name? Mr. Plinkett is a big YouTube reviewer guy. Okay. And he talks like, yeah, I'm Mr. Plinkett, and I talk funny. And he just makes these hilarious review videos. And he's done them for all of the, the prequels of Star Wars, and he's done it for... You know, he's just done it for a lot of movies, and he finally, everyone was, like, waiting. When is he going to do one for Last Jedi? When's he going to do one for Last Jedi? He finally freaking did one for Last Jedi. Yeah, how is it? And it was amazing. And he's like, so he always refers to, like, 
the, like, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, was the biggest disappointment since my son, who does crystal <laughs> math. But in this one, he said he said the same thing. He's the biggest disappointment since my son. And I mean my other son, Ryan Johnson. Oh, boy. So the whole time, he's saying that Ryan Johnson is his son. And just, like, but the, it's, it's like an hour-long video. And he has actual valid points in it. And, oh, he, and he points out some things like, hey, this script? It's not a good script. It's like a high schooler wrote it. Like a high schooler wrote a pretty good script for something, but it's like I, not of the right caliber. I could li- we could literally have a spinoff called Geektainment Weekly. Ian bitches about the Last Jedi, and I could have a year's worth of content yeah. <laughs> without well, question. He he goes into like like a a b plots and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and c plots and how and if you're you're he compares it to like okay if Force Awakens is to New Hope. Then what they a lot of people were expecting was it to be you know Empire. Last Jedi but we got Empire, the clones. <laughs> but but it was like the plots don't even like there's the plots don't intersect and everyone no. had this like equal amount of time and it was like not necessary mm-hmm. and but it, it's just if you have a chance check out um, I think it's Red Letter Media is his YouTube page but Mr Plinkett reviews. Uh, the Last Jedi, and it's it's actually very informative, oh, and it, it it does it, it gives credit where credit is due on some things. Okay, um, but it's it's hilarious. I mean, I'm always down to watch people complain it's about the Last ha- Jedi, it's, unless it's, it's attacking any it, personal person. No, and it, 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 it yes, it, it does poke fun at Ryan Johnson, but it, it just like it's well, it's, there's poking fun, and then there's sending death threats. There's it's, <laughs> it's poking fun, so yeah. it's it's good. I would check that out. I definitely will. So. Um, well, I guess I didn't wake up to this because I was still up. Right. But um, Eminem dropped a whole new album. What? At, at like, yeah, at midnight. Pretty awesome. But the big thing, the reason we're bringing it up here is because it includes the title or the title theme or whatever the hell they're calling it um, for Venom. Eminem is doing the title theme for Venom. Yeah, it's like Sony, Sony like basically was conceptualizing this movie and they're going, how can we get Ian Bensman to love this movie? Oh my so God. So they cast Tom Hardy and they have Eminem doing the, the freaking main song. And it's one of my favorite characters. But for some reason, still not very excited to see this movie. I mean, I'm going to go see it the day it comes out without question. But I, I'm over underwhelmed by what I've seen. Maybe I have some shell shock still from. Oscar Isaacs, who's another one of my favorite actors, as Apocalypse. But that whole movie was a giant cluster. And and we should have seen that coming because every other X-Men movie is a giant cluster except for, like, Logan, Deadpool, Deadpool 2, and Days. I love Days of Future Past because they basically admit that they screwed up for five movies. Well, right. So Eminem has a song, yep. and it's actually called Venom? Venom, yep. Hold on. We're yep. going we're gonna to see if we can get this going yep. here. But, I mean, so... Like, I've heard about studios doing this kind of stuff and just randomly, uh, you know, dropping songs and things like that. The last well, that's been, that's been the thing for a while now, ever since radio had dropped in rainbows. Like, they're basically like, you can go on our website and either pay zero or whatever you want, and then if you leave your computer open on this day, you'll have it when you get home. And then they dropped it, like, a whole, I think, couple days or week early or something yeah. like that. It was awesome. But, like, that's a good thing, you know. And then Beyonce did it a couple years ago, and it was like, oh, Beyonce dropped a whole album. It's like, cool, Radiohead did it a handful of years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's a lot a lot of actual, a lot of Venom stuff popping up. Um, so Tom Hardy says he signed on for three films. Which is fantastic. I, I, I'm ex- If the first one turns out well, that's it, I'm ecstatic. 
The only reason I'm not ecstatic about that is because he should be Wolverine. And if he's Venom, he can't be Wolverine. Especially now that Marvel got them back, and this is technically, if the next rumor is true, connected to the Marvel Universe. The big rumor right now is the reason that Venom's not rated R is because Spider-Man will pop up in it. Hmm. And they don't want Spider-Man in a rated R movie. You know, I, I can I can definitely I can definitely see that and, and I understand that, especially from a uh Wait, this is a Tupac song? I think you're playing the wrong song. Oh, I'm playing the wrong song. Look at that. Jamming so, to some Tupac though. Cool yeah, I it. mean, hey, I was that was kind of neat. That was uh <laughs> have everyone like that Tupac for a second. Yeah, okay. I I better not uh try to play the song cuz uh <laughs> clearly I played the wrong one. Well, so my question is though is are they going to use his three movies as three Venom films or are we going to is is Tom Hardy essentially going to be the Iron Man of this Spider-Manless Spider-Man universe? Well, see, here's the thing. I don't think it's going to be a Spider-Man-less universe. Well, okay, I not think... Spider-Man-less, but Spider-Man light. Sure. Spider-Man light. Spider-Man is not going to be the centerpiece of this universe, I don't think. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I think what they're setting up for. I, I think, you know, this Fox deal is going through. Oh, yeah. There's a I, lot of info I, coming I, out. I, I, I love think, it. I think, I think we could see in the next couple of years a Sony deal. Where Sony well, has more rights, but they're but like it's it's more open. Well, that's kind of what it is right now. But I think it's going to be even more open. It's just going to be like an open canal. Well, so this is what I, I read this the other day. Apparently, um, Sony wants to try and build their universe in conjunction with Marvel. So they basically want to have Marvel characters pop up in their stuff, have their characters pop up in Marvel stuff, and so which is kind of opposite of what I thought. I thought they were going to build up a universe and then basically be like, all right, this works, guys. We're taking Spider Man back. Yeah, no, I think I think that's exactly what they're going to do because I think they see that look if look how well Marvel Studios has been successful for 10 years. They haven't had a bad film. Yeah, the PGA is about to honor Kevin Feige. Exactly. So, like the Sony Thor, Thor Thor Dark World. No, no, no. Is, I mean still, kinda, but that's not a bad mm. that's not a bad movie. If that's if that's the worst well, it's movie, it's not bad. It's just the, it's worst the worst movie Marvel that they've film. had. I didn't say it was bad. I well, said no, it was the worst Marvel. I'm, film. I'm just saying, but they Did haven't had bad? a bad flop. They haven't had a solo. I liked Solo. Yeah, but Solo flopped bad because of the Last Jedi. Well, still fair enough. But you know, I, I can see that there. So it's probably going to be like on trade. Like, hey, you know, for this next Venom movie, I want I want Ant Man and I want uh, you know Thor. And then we'll give you Carnage coming into the next Avengers film. I want or Daredevil and Punisher in a Spider-Man I, movie. I, mean, it, I want you know, Kingpin in a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. I, I could see that happening. Spider-Man would fit really well in the Marvel Netflix shows. It'll never happen because Marvel, uh, Kevin Feige hates all that shit. But um, I know. It's like, it's, it's like they, they, they're getting past all the division of their toys. Mm -hmm. And they're going like, no, I want to put up another wall. Yeah. I mean, it's and just... then and there's been talk of a Moon Knight movie recently, um, which I personally think would fit much better as a show. You take the Warren Ellis run, mm -hmm. the revamp of the character from Marvel now, and do that. I think that is a very potentially cool show. Well, Moon Knight was is is a cool character. Yeah. I mean, I remember when you you started getting me into him, and my first exposure to Moon Knight was in. Uh, Marvel Heroes 2016, the, mm -hmm. the video game. Yeah. And he was like one of the characters that you could play for free. And I was just like, well, let's try this guy. And his like, oh, power he's sets awesome. were he's amazing. basically Schizo Batman. It's dope is what it is. And then, awesome. then I got into reading the comics from you, and it was just like, 
oh, he's got these, like, four different personalities, and it's like, mm-hmm. this is kind of neat. I love it. I love stuff like that. Like, the Moon Knight, Warren Ellis runs fantastic. Um, Gotham by Midnight. Yeah. Which, have I had you read that one yet? Uh, no, but I, I watched I the know movie. I've talked. No, no. No, sorry, not Gotham by Midnight. Gotham sent. Yeah, no. Gotham sent. Yeah, Gotham by Midnight. That's, you're thinking. Gaslight. Gaslight. Yo, Gotham by Midnight is a, the Spectre leads a, like a police team no of, like, but i think you, so you pointed good. that you pointed out that book out the last con we were at it might and be it, my favorite comic book run outside of like my normal you know like spider-man x-men mm-hmm. batman it's uh it's a spectacularly phenomenal run. it's very indie mm-hmm. the art's very image boom it's very indie image kind of thing right um it's fantastic. And speak. I know we, we just speaking of Netflix, like we just hit on a few minutes ago, and I know this isn't quite on our rundown, but I kind of want to talk about this because I'm super pumped. Well, if so, it's not on the rundown, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, well, no, whatever. Kidding. So Nintendo just announced uh, a couple weeks back that Diablo 3 is now going to come out for the Nintendo Switch. And I'm really? a huge Nintendo Switch fan. I'm oh. a huge fan of Blizzard and Diablo. Putting those things together, it's like I've always wanted a Diablo either 2 when, when Diablo 2 was out, I was like, I want this on a handheld. And so it's finally happening. Aren't they putting Rocket League on Switch, too? Rocket League's already, They're on, already Switch. on Switch. And it's amazing. I'm so far behind That's fine. video games. I'm like it back in 2005. But that wasn't a bad era for games. No, I'm saying it was a but great era for games. the fact that you know it's coming to Switch is like, and it's this fall. So it's like they had several announcements. Before, before they made that announcement, Blizzard was like, we have several announcements to make. With Diablo. Yeah. And it was like, everyone's like, it's got to be the Switch. And so that was the first one that came out. And then the second one was Netflix and Blizzard are teaming up to do a Diablo television program. Yes, I did hear about that. And with on top of the success of the Castlevania anime. Which they which, just announced comes back in October. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Which will get like, what, two episodes and then... I think this one's actually twice as long. So it's... Six episodes. Six. <laughs> or something like this. Wait, there's two? What? Oh, twice as long. That's what I thought. That was Ben in the sound booth. Uh, Interrupting our shit. No, kidding. Not <laughs> Thank you for the info. Ben. No, but the, so it, it's twice as long. Um, and But like the fact that it's like, you know, the, the Diablo lore was such a cool story. And I'm like really super excited to see what's coming of it. But I just wanted to, you know, talk about that because like I just wanted to geek out a little bit on, on the things that, that drive no, me. No, hey, man, I, I, that's what this show is all about. The yeah. show is all about that. It's all about that. Um, or stuff that we don't want to geek out about, like um, this next thing we're going to chat about, which oh, I'm man. so bummed about. Danny Boyle is off of Bond. I'm so uh. bummed about this. Um, and So I was talking to my buddy, and, and he had read the same article I read, um, and, he, and apparently he left over creative differences. And the creative difference is that they wanted him to kill off Bond, and he wouldn't do it. Um, what? Yeah. Um, the the rumors they're gonna kill him off and then basically bring a new actor back in and, and in the next one and like say, show he's alive, or it kind of almost sounds like they're gonna give into the whole 007 James Bond is a code name thing, and just go on with that. Which I personally don't really like as a big James Bond fan. I get I get it why people think that's a thing or want it to be a thing, but I, I think the whole idea of different people being able to play Bond and have it be the same character and have it work as well as it does is is very unique yeah and i think they really shouldn't move away from that because that's what i'm wondering about marvel like what's gonna happen with iron man are they gonna kill off iron man are they gonna are they gonna send him away or are they gonna oh, recast him tony like captain america is he gonna get killed off or recast like you know what i mean like are they gonna 
that's the big question with Marvel now that we're getting to this point. Mm-hmm. Are they going to recast? Are they going to kill off? Are they going to send him away? Maybe try to re-up their contracts? Like, what's going on with that? I don't know, but I just, I love James Bond as a franchise. The books, the movies, the comics that have right. been coming out recently, they're all great. Um, but so my buddy goes, oh, well, at least they won't kill off Bond now. I said, no, no, you're not realizing what's going on here. He's not on the movie anymore because they're probably dead set on that, and that's what will happen. So it doesn't matter who's directing Bond. Basically, whoever they get to attach Bond will be the guy who kills him. So there's been no rumors as who's picking up the ball. Actually, that's not true. The Ooh. big rumor, and I, I don't know how I feel about this because I love him as a director, but it's not really his style. It's Edgar Wright. They want to make a jokey Bond? I mean, that's kind of what they've been doing. He's been a very jokey. Well, not, no, he's, he's been a lot he's, more badass. He's, he's been, like, quippy. There's a difference. But well, like, see, I think, I think um, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a hot fuzz Batman or well, I think Spectre. Bond? I think Spectre was very jokey. I thought I thought they tried to incorporate all of the various aspects of the different Bonds throughout the year into his character in Spectre. Uh-huh. And I think that's because they brought Blofeld back and all that stuff. But well, supposedly that was gonna be the like two-parter. that will. That and the, but that was going to be Craig's last Bond. That was originally they had to they had to really really pay him and convince him like like a lot of money. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't I don't think I want to be James Bond anymore. I mean, uh, it's just you know, well, you it's guys, just he's been Bond for like ten years now. Money. Who cares? He's great. Yeah, and I agree. But it's the I mean that guy. I mean when you watch Casino Royale and that opening chase scene. Oh, that is so good. That's a lot. That's a lot of him. That, yeah, well, like I he guess... chipped his tooth when he. If you you can watch it happen when he's jumping from like the big um, the, the beams. Yeah, the beams. On the, he on he the, hits the... his face and he chipped his tooth. That was actually Daniel Craig. I know. Well, well, whatever happens, we just hope that it's not something stupid. So. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I don't know. I, I, I. The only problem with a couple of the recent Bonds, like Spectre and Quantum of Solace, is that they're just a bit underwhelming. Like, how do you follow up Skyfall? Like that that's not just like an awesome James Bond movie. That's like a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, I mean, Skyfall was just so gorgeous and I remember going with my ex and her family and her dad was like a huge 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 James Bond nut and he hated that movie. He's like that's not James Bond. That's not my James Bond. I'm like, so just because he wasn't like a super womanizer in that movie and just because the gadgets were super simple, you are like, no. Because it's like, he's well, like... I don't mind that the gadgets are simple. I don't. Well, mind I didn't mind that. I didn't mind the, the whole thing. It's just he was very up in arms, like, this isn't my James Bond. And I was like, I walked out of the theater, like, that was amazing. And, yeah. and the whole family was like, that was awful. I'm like, what are you talking yeah, about? I, I, was, I, would, I remember the first time I walked out of Casino Royale, I was very much like, that was a really enjoyable film, but I don't know how great of a Bond movie it was. And then by, like, my third screening, I was like, holy crap, Daniel Craig is an awesome James Bond. He's also the first James Bond that I actually believe could actually kick someone's ass. Like, I, I could see Sean Connery, like, backhanding someone easily. But, like, Daniel Craig kicked someone's ass. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. I mean, I, I would almost put money on the next one being done by Nolan. Not this one, but the next one. Oh, that When he can choose wait. his bond. I mean, the opening of The Dark Knight Rises, say what you will about the rest of the film, and I do, um, is basically a James Bond opening. The, the whole plane. With the plane and, and everything. And, oh, you, God, it literally was... could have been pulled out of a James Bond movie. It was so good. So good. And it was it shot so well, mm-hmm. and it was interesting, and it was just like, 
how they actually physically shot it so cool was amazing it's so cool i love love that like the behind the scenes of how they did that mm-hmm. so cool and and speaking of dc yeah we have finally. a release date yes for the for, dc universe streaming yeah universe. which i'm kind of like whatever about i'm actually i think it's really cool because you have comics old shows all this other stuff um i think the comics alone make it worth it when you mix in with the um the original programming that's coming not that i've been really blown away by anything i've seen from said original programming i mean we get our first look like official look at the teen titans beast boy looks pretty spot on um raven's photo just looks horribly photoshopped robin i don't know what's up with his hair but i want to cut it and i just i've never liked the i want to cut it i've never liked the look of starfire um y- you know um Let's talk about Teen Titans. You mean Titans? What? Whatever. Because it's dark. Uh, you Teenagers know, are light and fanciful. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like this is this is the Teen Titans I remember. You know. Well, you know, they might be coming back. Which, great, fantastic. But like, okay, so I don't have a problem. I'm over the the whole Starfire thing. Like. I think she's going to do a great job. And the only problem I had was, like we had, was her outfit. I'm not, not, oh yeah, no, her outfit, she looks like a hooker. Yeah, and it's just, but at the same time, have you seen, like, half of the outfits, like, that that are in the comics? I mean. I know, I know, it's fair, but at the same time, when you're adapting something like this to live action, you gotta, like, Robin's costume is very spot on. That is, that is a Robin costume, you know? Um, I I just wish they put Cyborg in, in, in in this like i think that would probably pop up they cast him in doom patrol he's he's gonna be in this live action tv streaming universe that apparently is gonna be its own universe i don't know yeah like i think it's so interesting it's not gonna tie into the net the cw shows and it's not gonna tie into the movies apparently so i mean i don't you, really you you would think that dc is learning their lesson you would think so but, but it, it almost seems not. like they are so adamantly we're not gonna do what marvel's doing like, it's so uh, adamantly, like, we can't do exactly what they're doing because it's working too well. Like, the hell? I don't know. But they, So we got a first look at the logo for the Stargirl, Stargirl series, uh, which Jeff Johns, I believe, is writing the pilot for, which would make sense. That was actually one of the first characters he wrote for DC. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. Um. And then we also got a look at a clip from Young Justice, which we'll actually watch during the break. Right. Um, and they pushed back the release of Batman the Animated Series on Blu-ray, but only by about a week and a half. Right. And, and I, they're including the digital mm-hmm, code. Which I'm totally fine with. I'm it's, so cool with that. If you push back a release to give me something. More? Oh, cool. Yeah, That's fine. And especially if it's like, here's a week. Oh, okay. Well, I've waited this long. Yep. So October 30th, mm-hmm. I will have my hands. I've been waiting for this for so long. So long because they put out the Justice League animated series on Blu-ray like five years ago. Yeah, um, but we'll see. I mean, I think it has something to do with Fox and everything because technically, Warner Brothers owns the rights to the Adam West Batman show. No, Fox owns the rights. That's what I meant. Sorry, Fox owns the rights, and then Warner. Yeah, that's was so the whole, it's like yeah. a trade dealio thing, right? But or... um, so I will say this: I'm very excited at the the possibilities of a live-action Swamp Thing show, which we'll, we'll be getting on the streaming service. Okay, I, I'm going to get um, down with that. And it's being produced by um, James Wan, who's mm-hmm. kind of like one of their go-to guys now over on the film side of things. He's doing Aquaman. Um, 
and then that's James Wan, right? Yeah, yeah. James Wan. Um, but apparently, um, Len Weissman is going to possibly direct the pilot. He did Underworld. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that could be all right. I'm very excited to see this. The only thing I'm a little bummed about is it doesn't focus on Alec Holland. It focuses on Abby Arcane. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a bit odd. Well, I get it. They kind of they don't want to put all that money into having a CG Swamp thing every every scene. Um, oh yeah. But I, guess. Um, I, guess. I really, really, really hope they tap into the whole New Fifty Two storyline. I'd much line. rather them do a practical Swamp thing. Oh, me too. Well, practical with touch ups, kind of like where the wild things are. Sure. I think that'd be cool. That, yeah. or, or just fucking go get Andy Circus. Or Doug Jones. Get me Doug Jones to do that or Andy Serkis. And put him on two. some stilts. Yeah. Problem solved. Problem solved. You know, you know, stilts. Uh, you know who, who really doesn't, you know, see the future for DC? Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. So that was ridiculous. They're like, guess who's playing Thomas Wayne in the Joker movie? But did you hear the, the version of Thomas Wayne they were going to portray? Mm-mm. So I read this the other day. He was going to be a very tan, very jovial, jokey, ridiculous, mm. like, 1950s businessman, a.k.a. they wanted him to be like Donald Trump on SNL. Gotcha. That character. So so maybe that's why he dropped out? Well, yeah, probably. Because two days later, Cause, cause after his, they announce he's involved. His quote was, I am no longer part of that movie. I am no longer part of that and movie. And it was just like, hmm, that's... That is that is quite direct. That is pretty direct. Yes. Yeah, so, but anyways, we're gonna take a quick break here. We're gonna queue up some trailers for you. Well, and... not a trailer. Take a peek at the remastered opening of Batman the Animated Series, and then we'll check out some clips. Yes. on the money, Oracle. Of course. It's CPA! It's definitely another metahuman trafficking lab. But is it Bedlam? I'm seeing pods full of black goo. Sounds like a match. Bedlam uses a substance called tar as a catalyst for turning abducted metagene kids into full-on metahumans. Assuming the kids survive the process. Then let's shut them down. Nightwing, 
Worried about me? Worried you didn't get a sample of the tar before you blew the place. Way ahead of you. Sending data now. Got it. Running analysis. Okay, this is Crash. A solid lead to the source of the tar and hopefully Bedlam Central. Spill. Tar contains a clay only found in one place. Markovia. Within Markovia, here we come. Wow, that looks I'm, amazing. I'm so pumped. Um, I love Young Justice. The fact that it ended on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. bummed me out. The style feels very akin to season two. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel like a totally different show. Nope. Uh, and this is Netflix, right? Uh, no, nope. DC streaming. Okay. It's on the DC. Because wasn't it originally rumored that it was going to be Netflix? Yes. No, when they first announced it, it was. In mm-hmm. fact, I'm pretty sure officially in part of Netflix. But I don't know what happened since then, how that all fell apart. Or maybe mm-hmm. they just hadn't signed anything yet. Sure. I don't know. Well, uh, either way, I'm excited about that. And going back to that animated series, you know, I, I mean, I, I did they did they just re re scan the film? Or? I have no idea. Either way, it look it, it. I feel like a kid again. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just getting home from school. Yeah. It's four o'clock. Yeah. I'm turning on Fox sixty six in Can Flint. Can you believe that really only ran for two seasons? No, Batman the animated series ran for two seasons with eighty episodes, and everything after that was the the, the new adventures of Batman and Robin. And that's when the animation style changed because it switched networks as well. It went from Fox to WB or WB to Fox, one of the two. But I never watched that one. I guarantee you've seen. Remember how the, the animation style is different? There's Nightwing, Tim Drake's Robin. If you that you have like a whole twenty something episodes of Batman the animated series you've never seen before. It, so it's like basically the same. Different it's animation the same style. Canon? It's the same canon. Um, Paul Dean. The art style is a little different, but it's same canon. I I think I might. They have, retooled but... a lot of the looks of the characters. Um, I'm shocked you haven't seen. No, it. I, I think I have. I just running through my I, I just, my child brain. I went. Th- I just watched before I got into Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. I went through the entire Batman the animated series, and I can tell you, um, you know, someone might have watched that intro that we just played and been like, "That doesn't look that different." Yes, it does. It's, I just watched that intro crisp. like a hundred and ten times. The eyes are very super crisp, different, and and that's the thing, you know, that when you go back and watch old programs, it's like this is how we consume media. I'm actually this is well, awful. It, it's funny you say that. I just caught like football from like right before everything went HD, but it's only from two thousand like two. Looks like it was from the seventies. Yeah. Pre-HD football. Oh, man. Looks yeah. like it's from the 70s. It's crazy. I still want them to bring back that glowing puck, but I'm in the minority. Dude, I love the glowing puck. I did. Okay, it's nice. One of I my favorite games ever was Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey, and the puck had the glow. I, I had that game, too, for the game. N64. Mm-hmm. But I loved the glowing puck, and everyone's like, that was the stupidest thing they've ever done. It's so stupid. What are we doing with this? And I'm like... Well, apparently it's bad for people's eyes. Because, you know, watching, watching TV eyes? isn't bad for okay. your eyes anyway. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my eyes. Oh, my special eyes. I need my special brand. Don't touch my Jeez. eye holes. But, you know, uh, sticking to the... I am the eye hole man. <laughs> sticking to the Batman web that we've been going down. And take this with a big grain of salt. Take this with the largest grain of salt that you've ever found. Well, I don't know about that. There <laughs> is some big news coming out of that camp. The big, big rumor. Big, big rumor. Is that Oscar Isaac will be the new Batman. 
I am so fine with that. Uh-huh. I am so cool with that because I do not blame him in the slightest for Apocalypse sucking at all. He no. did the best he could do. That movie was atrocious, but he did the best he could do. Right. I'm so excited. He is easily one of my favorite actors. Ever since I saw Ex Machina, it was like, this guy is amazing. And I, did you see the, the fan art that was drawn? No, I'm looking at it right now. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, they did a version with, you know, the, the standard cowl, and then they did a version with his mouth covered. Like, you know, maybe that's like a different like version of I the think costume it's just a or something. Fan. Which is fine, which yeah. I, I was totally on board with that, because maybe like Batman, you know, he's put like apparatuses on yeah. his face that he's had to like to help him breathe in like toxic environments and stuff or underwater. Could but you I was imagine, like. Though? He is the perfect He's guy great. because he would play Batman and, and Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne different. Totally different, yeah. And that's Plus, what you have to do. If the rumors are true, he'll be fighting the Court of Owls. The Court of Owls. Which I'm so pumped for. I think it is, it's not very often that a character or a set of characters can be introduced into a comic book and become so popular and vital to the mythos of that character so quickly. As the court, I mean, the court of Owls came out in the New Fifty Two five six years ago. Right. You know, I mean, look at Deadpool. Deadpool's been around since the nineties, but outside of that, like, and a couple other characters who catch fire for like a tiny little bit, like like Spider Gwen, like ten years from now, do you think people are still going to be like, oh, Spider Gwen? I don't know. Who knows? I I, I will say this: the initial car- comic run for that character is actually really good. Like you know, you get you, there's there's, there's Spider Gwen and there's Gwenpool. Well, they introduced like... the whole so. They did the, the Spider-Verse, which was, like, a big thing for Dan right. Slott's run, and it was awesome. Um, and then they did the Edge of Spider-Verse, where they introduced, like, it's, like, S-P-I-I-D. It's, like, a big, like, Pacific Rim kind of Spider-Man. There's Spider-Man Noir. I mean, you've already had, uh, you There's know. There's Spider-Pig. Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham. Sp- yeah. Spider-Pig's the out of continuity version. And, oh, man. Um, no, it's from The Simpsons. Um, no, I'm all for it. I think it'd be really cool. Um I, it's one of the, Batman's one of those characters where you talk about who would you cast as as Batman, and it's I I gotta think it's probably one of the more tough casting decisions. And it's good to find somebody that can fit that role, and it is young mm-hmm. because like you know Affleck is definitely they've portrayed him as the old version of Batman. But Oscar Isaac's is only like five six years younger. But they but they're portraying Affleck as an older Batman. That's true. Oscar Isaac, they could portray, he can pull off a younger look. You know, he looks like he's in his 30s when he's playing Poe Dameron. Yeah. So, I mean, really, don't all of us really just want, as much as I hate the Tim Burton movies, I would love to see a Batman Beyond film where Michael Keaton comes back and plays old man Batman. I would be fine with that. I would be so fine with that. Yeah. Uh, Or Clint Eastwood. I think Clint Eastwood would make a great old man Batman. He would. Get off my Batcave. (laughs) Get out of my Batcave. Get off my stalactite. (laughs) Mite. Might stalagmite. The mite might touch the, the ceiling. Yes, the mites are the tight, hanging ones. Tight holds no, tight going, to the ceiling. Oh wait, so the tights are the hanging ones? Yeah, the tight oh, okay. slag tights hold tight to the ceiling. The slag mites might grow to touch the ceiling. Gotcha. That's how I, you I have. It. I have a thing like that. It's for weed. Oh boy. Indica in the couch. I don't remember the sativa one, but I remember the indica one. That's all I need to know. Um, Another message from uh, Geektainment Weekly. Don't do drugs, kids. I have my medical card. It's medicine. Don't do drugs. Yes, and stay in school. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. (laughs) No murder, no crime. Just be a nice citizen all around. Unless the crime is vigilanteism and you're trying to save yourself. Then, you know what? We'll allow it. Yeah, we'll We'll allow allow it. it. And we'll watch it on CW. So, you know, there's there's a lot. There was a lot of uh, DC 
oriented news this week. But well, news and rumors. Rumors. Oh, this next chunk of stuff is all rumors. I got a rumor started. I gotta take a big dump. That was yeah. Dumb. You lost that one at the end there. I um, think I just started. So I should have said the saga Damn of it. this Flash movie is continuing. Um, it has been directors have dropped out. It's been pushed back. It's been retitled. It's been blah 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 blah. Originally, it was gonna be Flashpoint. Back when DC was like, "Crap, we screwed up. We're gonna fix everything with Flashpoint." <sighs> um, and now they're like, "Oh, it's not gonna be Flashpoint." But now apparently, it's gonna now. be Flashpoint Light. Uh, they're going to take the whole, he's going to go back and save his mom thing and change the timeline, but they're going to get rid of like all the really cool shit, like Thomas Wayne Batman and all that jazz. That's the one thing Zack Snyder set up that I was so freaking excited to see, is Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne. Batman. I just realized that that was Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Like, yeah. I, I always, like, when I watched that movie the few times, because it was just like, uh, you know, whatever, uh... I was like, who is that? I think the reason he bashed Glenn's head in was because he wanted to marry Maggie. Who played Martha Wayne. <laughs> what? You didn't realize that that was Maggie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lauren, um, what's her last name? Lauren, um. Lawrence Fishburne. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, but that's insane. Yeah, 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 you never realized that. No, yeah, oh, yeah no, yeah, it's Negan I, and Maggie. I, I've only watched the movie like, and it came out like wait, not wait, too was, long. Was this after. in Batman v Superman? Mm -hmm. So I've only seen that movie like twice. I just, I just remember watching that movie the first time, and then when he starts the float with the bats, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a long movie. And well, I just, rem I remember seeing the Thomas and Martha Wayne thing, and I'm like, we get it. He's an orphan, <laughs> right? His parents are dead. Like, there's some things you we never need to see. Get it? I, don't, I never, as much as I love Spider-Man, I never need to see him bit by a spider again. I don't want to see Uncle Ben. I, I die. don't need to see Superman's fucking planet explode one more time. Look, look, we've done enough movies, and it's been recent enough, mm -hmm. especially with Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah, three reboots in the last twenty years. The 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 thing is, years. if we get a, like, if they ever. I don't know why they would reboot again. If they ever did, and they showed a dang spider Well, the reason him. that they cast Tom Holland because they want him to play him for a Good. very long time. Maybe maybe as he grows, he will learn not to leak secrets. Well, I think the last one was on purpose. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, the, 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 the script. So real quickly, that just kind of, Birds of Prey might be like Logan, and that Black Adam movie is still happening. But... Warner Brothers announced that they are doing a Wiley e. Coyote movie, which I'm torn about. So let's let's pull the curtain back here, folks. Yes. Uh, every Friday, Ian Ian is the one that kind of comes up with a rundown because he's the one that he keeps his eyes and ears to this stuff a lot closer than any of us. Um, so he kind of like the things like this. He can he find he finds and 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 so I got the rundown and I'm like, okay, uh, okay. Okay. I feel uh, uh, I feel okay. like it's it's a bit like having Abbott without Costello if the Roadrunner's not in it. Oh no, you know the Roadrunner is going to be in the Wiley e. Coyote No, movie. no, it's apparently about his comfort. It's about uh, uh like he it's about him versus Acme. Maybe he finally gets fed up with none of them were like none of the things well, he's been he, ordering. You're or, still going to have Roadrunner in it for a minute. I hope so. I hope so. I'm sure. You can't have a Wiley e. Coyote agree, movie without the Roadrunner. But they haven't said anything about it yet. It's still very early on. That being said, that's probably one of my favorites. Is up it there live like, action? I don't know. I hope not. But I mean, I, I mean, like, I, I think we can all agree that like the the cartoons that are Ugh. Bugs and Wiley are basically like 
the Looney Tune version of like the Shemp episodes of the <laughs> Stooges. There's not as good. But um, anywho, um, I'm so excited. I mean, this Pinky and the Brain, Tom and Jerry, are probably right. like cornerstones right. of like early animation for me. Right, and you know, I mean, I loved Looney Tunes as a kid, um, and I loved the formatting, and I, I loved everything about it, but I'm just like, are you just out of ideas? Are you looking for something so ridiculous as a well, gimmick? I mean, I don't know. I mean, why, why don't you just make a Duck Dodgers well, movie? Well, they've been trying be much to, better. I would love to see a Duck Dodgers movie. It'd be movie. much better. Um, I mean, I, I think- Wiley doesn't talk! Or a Duck Tracy movie. I'd love to see a Duck Tracy movie. The Neon Noodle! Neon Noodle! Give me, give me- a Darkwing Night. You mean Dark Darkwing Duck? Dar- or Darkwing Duck, sorry. Darkwing Duck. Movie. But at night, noir, evil, and he's like bloodthirsty. Give me that. So he's like vampire Darkwing Duck? Yes. And speaking of vampires. What a segue! We did it! We got a <laughs> good five. segue! Um, yeah, so vampires. Um Apparently, and unless Wesley Snipes is talking out of his ass, which is possible, he's in talks with Marvel for not one, but two potential Blade projects. Good. I'm all for that. I, li- I like the Blade movies. Mm-hmm. I don't care. And they you hold know up? What? Well, the third one's One of, one of my off, most but... prized possessions is an Iron Man 2 action figure pack that has two drones, Iron Man, and Nick Fury as the bonus figure. But they put the wrong Oof. black guy in the box, and they put... Blade in the box instead of Nick Fury. That's funny. Have it labeled as Nick Fury. I bought it at Toys R Us, and I did a double take, and I'm like, I have to buy this. This is a mispackage. So get at me, Marvel, if you want to buy it back from me. So check this out. Apparently, Marvel didn't reach out to him. Apparently, he reached out to Marvel. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> because you know what? You know what that shows me? That, that, that they didn't actor, want to cast him in the next Expendables movie? That actor cares about that role. That he's like, I want to do this. This is fun. Maybe maybe some of it's about the money. Sure. Everyone needs some cash. Especially but, after he went to prison for tax evasion. But, you know, whatever. That aside, he obviously is like... Put me in the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. Look, it's so much fun. Well, Everybody's getting in it. Before all of this started, years and years and years ago, I always thought it'd be really cool if they, before Netflix and all that shit, if they did an HBO series called Marvel Nights that would have had uh-huh. Blade, Punisher, and Ghost Rider. Yeah. And they would have all been in individual episodes and would have came together into like yep. the last part of the season. Like a Defenders. Like the Defenders. Kind of um, essentially what they did on Netflix. Look, everybody's getting into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric yeah, Awesome yeah, yeah. Show. Dude, Matt Damon. Is, is it in, in, Yes, Matt Damon is now uh, in the MCU. Yeah. It's like all yeah. these people Twice. are... Or no, sorry, he's in Deadpool 2, which now is technically part of the Marvel Universe, but... Yes, yeah. yes, but that wasn't before. But still, it's like, it's it's super cool. Like, everybody wants a piece of Marvel. Yeah. Everybody wants in. They're yeah. knocking at the door. Yep. So... Yeah, Marvel. Now that we're on Marvel, got some, got some Marvel stuff. When, we're finally here. When the heck are we gonna get a Captain Marvel trailer? Apparently September. Soon. It they, September. Yep. Apparently that's, that's like we're tomorrow. Get the Captain is Marvel that tomorrow? Tra- it is tomorrow. Um, we're gonna get the Captain Marvel trailer, mm-hmm. and we're going to get um, apparently Black Panther two announced. Wakanda forever. Yeah. Wakanda forever. You know what? I, you know what I heard recently. Um, speaking of Black Panther, they Marvel originally didn't want Black Panther to have an accent. Yeah, 
I, I didn't continue reading that far, but I got the idea that it was Chadwick mm-hmm. that wanted him to have an accent. That would have, but mean, originally, uh, yeah. originally Black Panther was not going to have an accent. See, that's ridiculous. Which, now I can get, a, I can get around the whole Rocket not being Scottish. Thing. Yeah, I can get around that because Bradley Cooper does a great job. But that would just bug the crap out of me. I, I I wouldn't change anything about the Black Panther franchise. And no, I think it's I really am... funny that they created that whole popular category for the Oscars in a year that a popular film, quote unquote, could theoretically actually be nominated for Best Picture. I hope I hope to God it. That's does. Marvel's. That's apparently that's what Marvel's putting their money behind is Black Panther for. It's look. It's a fantastic film. It's got great themes to it. It's like it's it's a it's a it's a victory yeah. for minorities and minority filmmakers. Yeah. It's like plus it's just a great film. It's just a solid movie it's a all very around. Solid film. Um, that being said, um, I don't understand why the Oscars don't consider some bigger films more often. Um, because, because although when District Nine got nominated, I was floored. Yeah, I mean, was that based on a comic? No. Okay. No. Um. I just I think it sucks that they have to create a category for these really good films, you know, and it's like well they don't have to, but I, I no, just, they have to because yeah. because the, well, they, the they're ratings. so narrow minded. I think it's the ratings thing. Well, whatever, you know, it's it's stupid. Like why why don't they just say that hey this this could win best picture? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. not a popular vote. Like you know, the Dark Knight trilogy is you know like well, Dark Knight that is movie worthy had more impact on the Oscars and pop culture by not getting nominated. Right. But still, I mean, Heath Ledger won an Oscar for that movie, but still, that movie should have been nominated for Best Picture. I agree. I absolutely agree. That's, it was, it is it's beautiful. It's terrific film. looking. It, the story is solid. It's not even like a superhero film. It's like it's like a crime drama that just happens to have Batman. You know? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. But I know that uh, Ian wanted to talk about this with me for months. Oh, my God, for so long. I have now seen the Ant-Man and Wasp movie. If you haven't seen this movie, spoilers, 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 get out of here. All right, now that that's done, um, so you are absolutely right. That movie was done. While enjoyable. It was a very good movie, and I had a good time, but it was done specifically for the end credit sequence. Yes, absolutely. Which is fine, but it's just like I feel like it could have been so much more. I agree. Because the team up of Ant Man and Wasp was great, and it just felt like there wasn't really. It's 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 really hard for me to to put it into words, but there wasn't like this big like. I wanted a, a adventure Ant Man and Wasp movie. I want Hank and Janet. Yeah, that would be great, you know. But it, it's just like it was like the ghost was like a bad guy, but not really a bad guy, and so there really wasn't a bad guy in the movie because I mean they were they were all good. Yeah, and it was well, just more. It was ghost was the bad. Ghost guy. wasn't really a bad guy. Yeah, she was kind of the bad true. guy, but she was like just we, wanting to survive. We were talking about that. We were. We, they're gonna have to do something with her. They purposefully like made it a point to take a cute couple minutes at the end of the movie and to be like she's still out there and and say like just leave me. And then uh, Bill was like, no, I, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. And so then they ran off together. So it's like, yeah. But it ties into what we've been talking about for quite a while now. Is is there time travel in the next Avengers? Snap City. And I would almost, snap city. I'd almost put oh, money yeah. on it at this point because Janet specifically mentions watch out for the time. time, to, time yeah, oh, dude, you the, know. Whatever. You know, the time stone and this time yeah. universe, it's like, but, that's going to be huge. So what I'm thinking, it's a mix of my theory and your theory. 
that the way that they direct the time travel is by using that Iron Man technology. You know, that that's a good point because, I mean, the thing is, like, I see your point that why would they put – why would they introduce that technology? But at the same time, it was very much a, a, a story element of how to bring up Tony never getting over his parents' death. Absolutely. And so absolutely it, that that you know so if they don't do that yeah it's still a very valid piece in yeah. in the Civil War movie That's but true. at the same time I don't hate that but idea but every piece of technology that they spotlight that he has created is very important you have the suits you have the the new element that he created to save himself like anytime they have him create something it is important right so we'll see I'm excited. Um, apparently, no one will know exactly what's going on until March because that's not when they're finishing the cut of the film. Um, okay. It comes out in May. Well, Peter Jackson delivered a dripping wet film to the premiere for that's, Return of the King. That's true. That's like, true. Literally, and, then it, and then it brought home literally every Oscar. That photo of him holding all those Oscars is so ridiculous. Look, I, I think that, you know, and they say that Civil War, or not Civil War, that Avengers 4 is going to have just as impactful of an ending or, or as Infinity War. Yeah, so I think I think I you personally I think it's going to split the universe in half. I think that the the, the reason why like everyone's gone I, and the reason why they're not dead cuz we're getting a Spider-Man 2, we're getting a Black Panther 2, Doctor Strange we, 2 now. We're no, we know they're not dead, so they're either brought back to life or they're in an alternate I'm sure reality. they're brought back to life. I would put money on it. But, um but that and that said, makes Thanos less of a less of a insane person well, if he I just sent them to different reality. I love how they did that. Because I in the love comics, he's just Thanos. the mad titan because he he's crazy. In this one, they give him motivation. And that's perfect. I agree. I it's agree. Perfect. I think I think it is one of the is one of the handful of moments where they took something from the comics right. and built on it and made it better. Last question. Yes. Is Tony Stark the new sorcerer supreme? No. I don't think so. I don't either. see that happening. At I think all. I mean I know it was in a recent comic run with Riri Williams. Yeah, although speaking of which, um X-Men or the Marvel Comics basically just said that the reason there are superheroes on the earth are because of the Eternals. So I'm going to go out right now on record and say that my guess for how the X-Men are going to be introduced into the Marvel universe is some version of that story. Cool. Because they're already rumored to have an Eternals movie happening next phase. That's true. So there's going to be – I think they're going to – they they know they can take any basic risk they want because they have this back catalog they well, can pull forget from. forget that. The second that they got audience to fall in love with a tree that says Groot and a talking raccoon, they can get away with anything. Yep. Anything. That, anything. That's they could have got away with bizarre. Batman Superman. Probably not. But um, so right before we get out of here – Before we leave you. There's one thing that we need to talk about. What is this one thing we need to talk about? That would about? be a new release date. Uh-huh. For Terminator 6. Produced by... Terminator 6? None other than James frickin' Cameron, Mr. Franchise Fatigue himself. Oh, my God, that um, jackass. Like, if you want to give me money, Mr. Cameron, fine. He could be a very nice guy. I don't know. But I don't get how you can turn around and, and go, I'm, you know, franchise fatigue and this and that and blah, 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 and then be like, oh, no, I got the rights back to Terminator. We're going to make another one. Like, they yeah. tried. What, whatever. Once yeah. he left, all of them sucked. 
what, whatever, James Cameron. You but know, he's not even directing it. I, I don't care. He's making six Avatar movies, and he I says that superhero movies are getting hey, played out. There's five Avatar oh, movies. Oh, God. Okay. Five, five Avatar, Avatar movies. movies. And um, Tim Miller's actually directing the new Terminator, so. Eh. Okay, well. Plus, Linda Hamilton's a badass. Well, you know, but. Well, you know, it has been a wonderful time here yeah. on Geektainment Weekly. We are so happy that you decided to stop by. I'm and mildly okay about it. Yeah, well, you know. I'm Andy, and this, and this is Ian Benzman over here. Thanks for stopping by, and we will see you next week. Yeah. Later. Yeah.